It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to Mind Your Business. I am so pleased to have you here, Tamika Pacheco. You are the founder of Off Grid RV Company. Yes. Which I'm really excited about. So we're going to talk a little bit about how you came up with that idea. Sure. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Tamika Pacheco. I'm the founder of Off Grid RV Company or Off Grid RV Co. Um, it is a brand new business to the island, brand new business to market. Um, so it's a lot of news for me um, in this venture. Mm -hmm. I'm not a new business owner. Okay. I do have another business called Taxpart Bermuda. Okay. Um, and that provides, with my knowledge and experience in working with the Office of the Tax Commissioner, I have a good bit of knowledge and wealth that I can share to the community and small businesses. So it's a tax um, service business. Okay. And I help to file small and medium-sized business payroll taxes. Uh, so it's been a really busy business. I would imagine so. It yeah, really that has been. Yeah, so juggling that, the two yeah. has been a, a, a wealth of knowledge, reward, excitement. It's it's just continuous. Okay. Yes. So that business, I'm sure a lot of people, the tax business, yes. need your assistance and need support in that area because sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming when you're trying to figure out what to do. Yes. Um, so I can imagine that you're busy, especially around filing time, yes. right? At this current time, I'm very busy. Okay. Yes. And is that what you do full time? No, or full time. Sigma. I actually, um, <laughs> my nine to five, I work in the pension space. I'm okay. a pension operations manager. Okay. Um, so I work with pensions, annuities, investments mm -hmm. um, between nine to five. And then I'm finding time to do taxes. Yeah. Good thing I love it. And then I'm also building this business and this brand for Off Grid RV. Oh my goodness. So I know you from Off Grid RV, but we're yes. gonna have to have a conversation after this sure. talk about Absolutely. the other business. Absolutely. I know a lot of people that can need your support. Sure. So first of all, how are you finding the time to do this? Because it's three things that you yes. have doing, but then you have family and you yep. have all that stuff too. One, so yeah. Yeah. how do you kind of navigate that space? So I set time out for my businesses. Okay. Um you know, I've I've used the the calendar, mm -hmm. so to speak, to book time for myself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I if I have that hour and a half, I book the time, mm -hmm. and I try to allocate at least two hours a day. Okay, and that's weekends inclusive mm -hmm. that I'm devoted to to just just being entrenched into the businesses. Because right. if I don't. Each day would just continue to roll and roll and roll and roll, and I would never get a chance to really work on any of it. Right. You know, with off-grid, it, because it's new, there's a lot of government approvals. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of meetings I need to set up. There's a lot of follow-up meetings and emails and even understanding what I need mm -hmm. as a new business. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, a, it's a lot involved in it, so I have to set the time and right. say, okay, two hours, on this day at this time is devoted to doing this. Okay. Yes. You're better than me. Okay. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but so tell tell everyone what off grid RV is. Sure. 
So it's always exciting to to, yeah, to talk about it. Yeah. It's like my pitch moment. <laughs> um, so Off Grid RV is essentially a hotel on wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in an off it's in an RV, which is a recreational vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to bring these new fancy shiny silver mm-hmm. looking um RVs to the island that can hold up to four people. Okay. Um it gives you the opportunity, my mission and my motto is giving you the opportunity to unplug, mm-hmm. to um connect with nature, to be in these natural eco environments mm-hmm. that are in our public spaces mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily go and use mm-hmm. all the time you know bermuda is beautiful mm-hmm. we say that we can always say that to our tourists we can say that to our friends mm-hmm. overseas and say it's such a beautiful island it's green it's it's so nice the beaches are nice mm-hmm. but are we really getting to experience that beauty right right and that's what off-grid is is intending to do one it's solving the problem of um hotel beds Mm -hmm. and and while it is a small amount of beds that it's injecting back into that area it is a it is allowing extra beds to be available Mm -hmm. in rvs in nature Mm -hmm. for not only that um you know our genre of people that right. we have now, which is the luxury, the yeah, business, yeah, yeah. but it it but opens another way. Yeah, yeah. It people opens, who are concerned about the environment, exactly. Yeah. It, it opens another gateway for other types of tourists. Yes. I think we not we as 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 a, a tourist destination, we have to think futuristic. Yeah, and I think with RV, what I'm intending to do is be futuristic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at the eco tourism. Yes. I'm looking at sustainable tourism. Yes. You know, and everything that I've done with the research for this business is about sustainability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that sustainability should be entrenched in all avenues of tourism, yes. whether it's luxury tourism or whatever. Yeah. We should always be considering the environment. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. And I definitely think that there's a demand for that. Even in the National Tourism Plan, they identify this type of uh, tourists, yeah. right? So it, I think it's in line with where we want to go in terms yeah. of the strategy as a country. Yeah. So talk about what what has your experience been like? Because of course, like you said, <laughs> you want the RV to be able to go to different places on the island. Yes. That adds to the the attractiveness of the whole plan. Yes. But of course, that's gonna require permissions, Absolutely. right? So Absolutely. can you talk, share with us the experience you've had and what types of permissions and which types of departments you've had to kind of engage with to try and get this business going? Sure, sure. Yes, government approvals is the first layer yeah. of even getting to running the business. Mm-hmm. Um, the departments I have to speak to is TCD because mm-hmm. I'm on wheels. Yes. I have to speak to planning mm-hmm. because it's a dwelling. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's not residential, it's more commercial, it's still a dwelling. Mm-hmm. I need to get approval and understand their needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to speak with parks because mm-hmm. it's public space. That's right, I have yeah. to speak with estate management because mm-hmm. they also deal with public space as mm-hmm. well. Um, I even had to speak with the the environment um, department, mm-hmm. which which is um, the people that oversee Spittle Pond mm-hmm. and um, the Cooper's Island mm-hmm. areas that I can't touch, right, of course. Right. But I still need to be in communication with these departments as well right. to have an understanding of 
what I can and cannot do mm-hmm. with regards to the environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have to speak with customs because I'm importing. Yeah. Um, I have to speak with the Quangos, you know, BLDC, mm-hmm. with um, Wedco to build relationships and partnerships with them. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of um, government entities that I have to connect with. Right. Um, and it's been really, it's been challenging, mm-hmm. exciting, but also educational. Yeah. All in one. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. in one. I know. I mean, I understand that sometimes, especially in our role, we see and we know the levels of permissions that you have to go through and try and get. And sometimes you're just like, you know what? Forget about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that it's important for you to have a clear vision and be passionate about it. Like, you can tell when you talk about it, you are so excited about it. And I think that excitement is contagious. Yes. I know for me, I, like, already envision what it could be. Yes. But it's the process of getting there it, that it can sometimes be a bit overwhelming. It can be. Um, so now you're in our incubator program, yes. Enterprise Bermuda Incubator. Yes. It's 12 months or whatever the case may be. And my first question is, like, what made you decide to apply? Because you have business ownership experience with yes. your tax business. Yes. So what were you hoping to achieve by applying to the program? So I did Ignite. Yes. And Ignite is a shorter program, a mm-hmm. six-month program. Um, and I did that in the beginning portion of last year. Mm-hmm. So last year, January till June. And then I needed a what next. Mm-hmm. You know, I I needed to have sort of like the, the transition in. I needed more time. Right. Um, and I, I knew that this was the next step for me even when I was in Ignite. Okay. You know, I knew with three months in because I started Ignite during the ideation phase. Yes. I didn't even have a name. Wow. I didn't have a name. I didn't have a name till probably maybe two months in, maybe three months. Okay. You know, I didn't have a name. Mm -hmm. I had an idea. I was set on my idea. Mm -hmm. I knew all the parameters around having that idea. I just didn't have a name, and I didn't have all the notions and knots that That were needed. So I knew that I was going to do this program anyhow. Okay, okay. Um, And then, of course, with BDC's program, Mm -hmm. one, it's 12 months. Yeah. The other part of it, there's access to funds. Mm-hmm. Um, with an entity such as this, a lot of um, you know capital is needed yeah. to be injected into this from inception. Yes. So I knew that those were key areas of why I had joined the program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you, what in your opinion, like what has been? I will say two questions. The most challenging part for you with mm-hmm. this business, and then what after being in the program do you think? has helped you with regard to overcoming those challenges, I would say? Um, The biggest challenge is just the government approvals. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest challenge because the hard stuff is in the beginning. Yeah. And that's the first layer, which is government approvals and connecting with all these entities. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a plus, and I wouldn't say it's a negative, but it's a plus because... I get to build the report early. Yes. So I get to know who's running TCD mm-hmm. and who's the PS for TCD and who's in this department and who's... So I get to have all those relationships ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So it kind of chops down of when we get to the end, mm-hmm. I have less of trying to convince Right, because you already have that relationship. Right. Yeah. So um, that was a challenge, but... I've overcome it because I just, again, making that time, Mm -hmm. you know, I had to, I had to take half day vacation in order to book three meetings in one day. Yeah. You know, I met with TCD, I met with Parks, you know, Mm -hmm. 
and I had to take that vacation time to allocate to just do, do those that. entities and getting it done. Yeah. So it's a challenge, but it's also an necessary, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's part of the process. Yeah. I know. Um, I wish we could go like this and then, (laughs) you know what I mean? I wish. And just make it happen. But I I feel like you are charting the course, right? Because this hasn't been done in Bermuda before in this way. You have smaller Airbnbs and things like that, but not a mobile vehicle that's creating a solution for, like you said, the beds that we're missing with the closure of um, Southampton Princess, you know, all of these things. So it's creating more beds and an experience. So yes. I'm really excited about it. So you tell me like what when in an ideal world would you launch it? Like when are we going to see these beautiful airstreams if, on if the you island? Asked me that last year, I would have said last year. Yeah. And if you know, in my mind I'm like it's this year. Right. But realistically, it will have to be in time or in, in alignment with 20 24 okay april 1 right because that's the season that's bermuda season yep you know as much as i would do my best to to have more business in in the shoulder season in the winter and yeah fall, yeah um that's not right now right um i do anticipate having the rvs on island this year um and but i wouldn't launch until next yeah. year um you know my plan is to start off with the local market first yeah. you know my local is always going to say to me change this do this yeah. put flowers here yeah. you know yeah. and i think that's important so i'll start with the local market in the fall and kind of get the appetite and see how things are mm-hmm. and then in the new year the january february march Although it is a shorter season for the tourism um, entity, it is a really good season for the marathons, Mm -hmm. for the, you know, community engagements, like Relay for Life. Um, You know, there's entities that are just a hub that I can be there Mm -hmm. and kind of make a presence. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. I am too. It's exciting. I'm excited for you. It's a lot. (laughs) But I got to just have a target date so that... For me, it's it's a focal point. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, if, if I believe I can have these in by October 1, yeah. that's focal for the vehicle. That's right. And then if I believe that, you know, by November, I can start to, you know, mm-hmm. generate those bookings and such, then that's my... So I look at it in phases. Yeah. I think yeah. it's important, too, especially, like you said, you have three things going on already. So if you don't, like, mm-hmm. it could all get all mixed up. Yeah. But um, that's really exciting. I'm excited for you. I think it's a huge opportunity there. And I think once you get one on island and people start... People, you're like, okay, there is yeah. a demand for this. People do want this experience, and it'll make it easier for you to get... The next one, and however yes. many. Yes. So in terms of the RVs, have you curated, like, spaces on the island where you want to set them up already? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that you ask that because I met with Parks, I think, about maybe two weeks ago. Mm. I don't know. Everything feels like it was just yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. everything's just going. But I met with them, and they are the most knowledgeable people mm-hmm. in that space mm-hmm. you know those park ranges I, I met with Craig Burt and okay. I met with Jessica and they are like you know the the head park ranger mm-hmm. and things like that and they know our island mm-hmm. and honestly I left that meeting if I can be that leprechaun clapping 
the the ends of my heels together in in complete joy. Yeah, that was that moment oh, because lovely. I walked away having a scope of okay, let's do Lodge Point, mm-hmm. let's do um, Whale Bay, mm-hmm. let's do you mm-hmm. know the traditional yeah. areas that we go that we know of. Mm-hmm. But then they gave me totally different secluded more you know for one was scholar hill yeah right yeah you know i know scholar hill you know i i partially grew up in somerset so Mm -hmm. i know scholar hill Mm -hmm. right but do i know scholar right right (laughs) and you know they were able to say to me listen beyond the gates in the back there's an area where you can put your rv it's connected to trails and Craig even even alluded to, you know, that could be more for the adventurous type. Yeah, yeah. It could be walking in the, in the tracks. And I was like, look at this. That, right. You know, like, this is this is crazy. This is great. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So they, he was able, the two of them, Craig and Jessica, they were able to give me specific areas. And mm-hmm. they pulled it up on their screen. Mm-hmm. And they used their maps. And mm-hmm. they showed me what's their land versus what's, um, you know, the nature reserves. Right what belongs to the different government entities and they showed it up on the map and was able to pinpoint it copy it like that's awesome had it all like all mapped out that is awesome yeah i mean i think it makes it easier and it gives you an opportunity to market it as these are definitely off the beam paths because like you said we live in bermuda we go to the typical places but there's so many like hidden gems it is in bermuda that you don't even know like sometimes i'm driving and i'm like if they cut down some trees i'm like Mm -hmm. i didn't even know that that was back there and i think that adds to the whole um, experience that you're trying to create with yeah. this this product. So, girl, I'm on team off-grid already, okay? Because I'm ready um, when they get here to take advantage of it. Um, so let's ask you about some of the other plans that you have because you have these three jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Is it your intent to do one of them or two of them mm-hmm. on a full-time basis? Like, do you want to eventually be only working for yourself or is this still, do you still want it to be sort of like part-time? What's what's your ultimate goal? I know, I know, it's tough. Um, it, ultimately, in my mind, you know, like I've always been an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? You know, from the time I was, what, like 10, 11, 12 in okay. middle school mm-hmm. and just always was trying to find an innovative way to do something different. Right. You know, so in my mind, I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, where I work is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of learning. It's great. Um, but eventually I would have to, I would have yeah. to, I'll be forced to, <laughs> um, to break off on my own and, and fully commit. Yeah. Um, you know, at this time, I'm fortunate enough to have different people in different spaces to be able to support me yeah. in different areas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But I only have that through the Ignite mm-hmm. and through BDC to have these entrepreneurial connections yeah. that I can, you know, say, well, I need this, or I need that. And, right. you know, I have the support in, in other people that can help me get where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at this moment, I'm, it's okay. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's, like, so much. Yeah. But at this moment, 
with off-grid and being able to do like the sort of high-level things of meeting with these government entities mm-hmm. it's okay right now because mm-hmm. these are things i kind of right. like to do um <laughs> that's good though because sometimes know. people are like i don't want to do this part i just want to make it look pretty and bring it in but, but see to the, get there you got to do what you're doing see this level of it as much as it's a lot yeah i don't mind this level of it okay the level that will start to get me all frazzle dazzle <laughs> is the marketing yeah marketing's not my thing yeah you know i know what i want it to look like right i know what i want it to feel like you know i can touch the five senses yes. right but I don't do marketing. Yeah. That's not my thing. Yeah. You know, I'm more strategy, strategic. Mm-hmm. I can move numbers around. Mm-hmm. I, that That's what I do. Okay. So I've... But the good thing is there's people for that. Oh, right. Absolutely. You got a person for that. Like, yes. And I'm sure I've in the persons. class... person. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and that's one of the things that I think, like you said, Ignite and the Enterprise Bermuda program provides you, you do get to make those connections yeah. Yeah. with others who are in those spaces or they might have a person and you're like, you need to talk to this person. Yeah. Um, so it allows you to develop those connections to support you where you said you're not that great at that, but you're excellent at this. Yeah. And to in most cases, it's the planning and strategy that most, you know, entrepreneurs don't like. They're oh, like, yeah, I just hard. like doing the thing, right? I like the pretty stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like the pretty stuff. Yeah. But the fact that you have a handle on that is huge yeah. because it is required to do what you want to do. To yes. make, to get this thing off the ground, you have to be able to have those conversations, mm-hmm. to get the approvals and all of that stuff. If not, it's like dead in the water. So is, yeah. um, kudos to you. Thank you. For <laughs> staying Thank the you. course because I yeah. know it's not, it's, it's been easy. It's not easy i know it's not not. i know it's not and i i'm confident that at the end you can be like i did this i know i honestly i can't wait for like right now i'm so in the space of it yeah that you know we we met up with other entrepreneurs and we try to meet up as often as we can Mm -hmm. and they're like tamika you've made so much progress you did so much i'm like i can't think about that because as much as it's a great thing to do celebrate you when you're in it yeah but because i'm so in it i can't even see the, the progress that you mean yeah you know i'm 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 literally just in it i'm just on it on it you know it's, it's moments that i'm sleeping and, and you're I'm thinking like, about wait a minute i can name this rv this and it can look like <laughs> you know because yeah. i'm just so in it yeah. right that yeah but I do think you have to celebrate those small wins because sometimes it can be overwhelming and you feel like you're not making progress. Yeah. And, you know, that negative Nelly that's in the back of all of our brains can start saying things to you and like, is it even worth it? Right. Um, and it takes sometimes you have to self-talk, you know, oh, talk yeah, yourself out sure. of it or utilize your your tribe right yeah. to help yeah. you to get move past that and be like look no we're yeah. we're striving towards a purpose and yeah it may not go as fast as you want it to go yeah right yes. but it is going and you have idea. made so much progress have, you know what that. i mean and yeah. i'm just i'm we're all on team um tamika yes. so don't you yes. worry about that all right so yep we asked about your your nine to fives um for the people that are considering entrepreneurship so you have it in your blood obviously because at 10 you probably was the one selling the candies to to people at the the school (laughs) 
what? and I got in trouble for it's doing like, that. You know, they always hating I, on people. I got, they called my mom in and they told me I cannot sell on property. You see, I cannot now sell what on if we had switched that whole narrative up and created a safe space for you to do that? How many more? I would have started alone. Listen ago. to me. And so I feel like that is one of the reasons why maybe this organization was started, why we try to encourage young people to start thinking about entrepreneurship early, because why not? And and honestly, it's funny. Uh, what I was doing yeah. was I used to purchase toothbrushes. Mm -hmm. And back then... The toothbrushes were the plastic ones that were really pretty. Like, mm -hmm. you can get red and green and, you know, the, the transparent. Mm -hmm. So I used to get them. I melted them down, took the bristles off. I bent them and made bracelets. Girl, stop. I made bracelets. But when the school got a whiff of it, it went all the way to the principal. My mom was called in, and they said, I cannot sell on property. And I was in trouble for it. But... I learned, you know, what solicitation is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, at that yeah, point, yeah, I didn't yeah. even understand the right. word. Right, you was just doing what came natural to you, obviously. But I learned the word at that point. I learned about, you know, the supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it started off with just, like, an idea. Yeah. And then I was I was selling. Yeah. I was selling. Girl. <laughs> you know? And I, I was love that. trying to keep up. And I remember my brother saying, why are you selling for this much? You sell it for this yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, just trying to understand the whole, you know, everything around what I was even doing. Mm -hmm, and at mm -hmm. that point, I didn't even realize I was business owner yeah. or entrepreneur but it started from there that's amazing i love that story mm -hmm. and so for me it's like what can we do as organizations mm -hmm. that support entrepreneurship to encourage that type of entrepreneurial thought right yeah. because not everybody has a mindset you just did it i just right did it. Yeah. and not everybody thinks that way so my question to you is what would you say to someone who maybe has an idea right and is not sure if they should pursue it, what would you advise them to do? One, go for it. You know, um, it's been a lot of times that I've had ideas and then I just let it sit. Mm. But I think this time I was like, no, I'm going to get this done. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, a year ago, I had planted that I will get this done. Yeah. And that has been my motivation from a year ago. Mm -hmm. And and that's why, for me, I just keep blinders on and just keep yeah. going. Yeah. Because, you know, with all the talks and, you know, meetings, it's been things that can... I've been in meetings where they've completely gone negative. Yeah. And then I've been in meetings where it's completely gone positive. But what keeps me motivated also mm -hmm. is the network of entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest value out of all of this. Yeah. So yeah. my my advice is to go for it, mm -hmm. one. Two, find a group of people or a space, BDC, mm -hmm. Ignite, Find a space that has people that think like you. Mm -hmm. You know, entrepreneurs think different. They do. You know, yep. they think far out the box. Like, this is the box, and they're far out the box. Mm -hmm. Find a space that has people that think like you because you can piggyback off those people. Mm -hmm. And where you are in your journey, they can assist you yeah. with it. And what I found in my journey is, you know, having this network of people 
I can ask about this topic mm-hmm. or that topic or legal or this, you know. I'm doing incorporation, mm-hmm. right? We all know to go to specific legal companies. Mm-hmm. But these companies are big companies. Yep. So it's going to be pricey to talk to them and to even think of the the process of incorporation. Mm-hmm. But because of the network, we had small businesses or businesses that starting out that use other entities. Mm-hmm. And I found that using the smaller legal entities yep. is so much more yep. you get from them yep. because they understand what you need mm-hmm. and can guide you into things that you didn't think about, mm-hmm. but they're like, hey, don't forget you need a waiver. Hey, you're going to need legal documents. We can help you with that. You're going to need a business account. Mm-hmm. We advise that you go to this bank. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference because I think everybody's entrepreneurial journey is different mm-hmm. depending on what it is that they're doing. But there are some, a lot of similarities, right? There's certain things you need to have. You yeah. need to file for payroll taxes, yes. right? We know yes. that. Yes. So all of those things, if you have someone who's been there, done that, then being able to leverage that knowledge is what I think can make the whole experience easier for the person that's coming up. Yep. So those of you who are listening, you're not sure whether you should do it. Tamika said do it. Yes, do, do it. it. Um, take the risk. Yeah, you do have to. It's all about the risk. Yeah. It's all about the risk. And you just have to take it because there is, most of the time, there is reward at yeah. the end. Yeah. It is. So my last question for you is going to be, pretend you could have a time machine and go backwards in time and speak to your 10 or 11-year-old self. Mm-hmm. What would you tell her? That's a good question. Um, I don't know, you know. It's tough. It's tough to be able to maneuver those sort of ways of thinking and how it will change the scope of things. Mm. But I will say to just believe in yourself. And there's always going to be the negative the negative voices, the Mm -hmm. negatives. But then there's also going to be positive. Mm -hmm. And like at the end of it all, like, don't overthink it, okay. you know? Yeah. Like, I find now that I'm probably more, like, less... Like, I I, I don't want to say that I'm unbothered, yeah. but... <laughs> I love like, that. Like, like, now in my life, yeah. versus me at 10, mm-hmm. you know, I was probably more concerned about, you know, what people had to say and things mm-hmm. like that, because you're 10, right? Yeah. And there's all these social norms you have to somewhat conform to. But now, at this age, you're like, I, I just do what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I I just be. Yeah. You know, now at this age, I am, I just be me. Yeah. You know, and I, I wish at 10, I could That you knew it was. I could yeah. be me at 10. Yeah. But, you know. Where I was at 10 until now. Yeah, it's a lot of different life experience, yeah. But the one thing that I would say is I wish I could have just been me. Yeah. Me I am today, the me I could have been from birth. Because if you was you then, (laughs) girl, wait a minute. She would have been taking up, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been like, look out, I am here. No, um, it's been lovely speaking with you. I am uh, looking 
ve- I'm very much looking forward to seeing the RVs on island. Mm-hmm. I know that it's going to be fabulous. I know. When mm-hmm. you first pitched it, I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I'm, I'm disappointed that it's taken so much to get to where you need to be, I know that you're going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, and definitely I'll be one of the first ones signing up to, to experience it because I think it can be awesome. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much thank for you, coming Jamila. on Mind Your this Business. This has been amazing. <laughs> this is so conversational. Yeah. It's, it's the best. I mean, and believe it or not, sharing your story and your experience is going to help somebody else. Yeah. Because trust me, yeah. somebody sitting around like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why we do this is to make sure that people are not just hearing from us and saying, oh, you should start your business from people who are actually doing it and hearing the challenges and what you do to overcome it because it is inspiring. You are going to inspire somebody. Yes. That's the angle. That's the angle. (laughs) And I mean, I'm, I'm here to help if anyone, you know, has questions, needs advice. You know, if they want to email me, my it's Tamika Pacheco at Outlook. If people want to email okay. me and just, you know, hi, I need help with this. Yeah. You know, I'll do my best to answer back and support people as best as possible. Because I think that is the biggest blessing. It right? is. Like, it's not what you can do for you, but what you can do for others. Yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.